Let's give glory to God. Let's give praise to God. He's worthy. He's so awesome. He's beautiful. He's powerful. He's faithful, God. Amen. He's so good. I cannot find more words to describe. He's so wonderful. The best thing is you praise God. When you praise, your love towards Him growing, and you can feel He touch your heart. You can feel He's with you. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. When you see Him more and more, you realize in this whole world, nothing, nothing can compare with the love of God. Amen. <coughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. We give you praise. We thank you. We thank you for everything you have done. Help us open our mind, our heart, our ears. Reveal your secret to us. Help us with a humble heart come before you. We just want your message. We want your north. It's none of me, Father. I'm just your vassal. Without you, nothing I can do. I'm just your servant. Use me. Pour your wisdom in me, Jesus. May I glory you. May I glorify your name. Hallelujah. In the mighty name, Jesus, I pray. Today I want to talk about the fearing God. Do you fear God? If you think about this question, do you fear God? When you think about God, he's not only your friend. He's your mentor. He's your redeemer. He is your healer. But also, he's your father. He is your mentor. I ask, uh, uh, someone this question do you fear in God he was very angry he said God is good God why should I be afraid of God I said it's not about afraid of God it's a reference type of fear whatever I do not just because I'm afraid I'm going to the hell. Just because simply I love God. He is my father. I just want to please him. I don't want to make him disappointed. I want to make him proud of me. Whatever I do, I think about his opinion. I want to know Whatever I do is going to please him. And that friend said, I don't believe in hell. I don't believe hell is, exists. God is good God. There is no hell. Really? In Matthew 10, 28, it said, Do not fear those who kill the body and cannot kill the soul, 
but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and the body in hell. Today I don't have too much time to talk about hell, but hell is real, heaven is real, because God says so. God says so. If you have a double-minded, you will doubt. Like me once. Once I doubted the Bible verse. Once I doubted God's commandment until with my painful, my pitiful appearance, I proved that God is always right. I don't have to enter, go to hell, and then I prove to God, oh God, you are right. Too late. Too late. Do not be double-minded. <coughs> like the rich man in Bible. He was suffering in the fire. He told, he begging. Nazareth, please go to my brother's house to warn them there is hell. Hell is real. If you do not believe hell exists, you will not afraid of God. You will not afraid of the consequence. Many people which they they were taking a wrong path. They're not willing to believe whatever the Bible said, whatever God said. They only believe whatever they want to believe. They cover the eyes. They believe whatever they want to say. They cover the ears. They believe whatever they want to hear. A lot of people like this way. They reject the truth. They don't want to listen anything about the truth. They hate to go to church. Even they go, they will go to a lukewarm church with the sugar coat. That's why a lot of people, they go to church. After 10 years, 20 years, their life have nothing changed. They still have the same behavior. Baby Christian, they still live in pity for suffering, ego-centered lifestyle. Just like my ex-husband, Rudy. <coughs> Eventually, when he had to face his outcome, to face the consequence, before he died, he told me, I'm so regretted. I didn't go to a church filled with the Holy Spirit. I didn't believe the Bible words. I didn't believe in God. And now I didn't have a time. Now I didn't have a chance. For many years, every weekend, we listen to Austin's message. We both were so happy. We feel good. That's why we never changed. That's why he never 
Pharaoh, he did anything wrong, he need to repent. He keep cheating other people to steal from people. And he always brought me to a church, his favorite church, which is lukewarm church, who welcome the gays, the lesbians, Rudy loved that what they said. We welcome everyone. We love everyone. This is a place we keep going. And then his life totally have no way to return until his tumor eating him up. When I look at his tumor growing in his neck, he was a crook. People give him a nickname, crook because he tried to take advantage from people, steal money from people. I saw the tumor make his whole face, his eyes, his eyebrow, his mouth, even his neck, his shoulder completely turned to crook looking. And I was so amazed. I said, God, I fear you. I know you are real. I know. We cannot abuse your mercy. We cannot play with your endurance, with your patience. God is not only his loving God, not only his good God, his merciful God, but God is also sovereign God. He's a supreme God. God. You cannot play with God. It's a serious result. Now you still have a time. When you sit here, when you listen, you still have a time to return to God, to run to God. God, I, I need you. I need your help. Clean my heart. Help me to repure my heart. Like King David said, oh God, search my heart. Search my heart, renew my mind. We need to abide God's words. We need to seek God. That's why we have to praise this prayer to God. Help us to open our ears, open our eyes, open our heart. Do not be blind. It's a dangerous thing, the most dangerous thing. You are spiritual death. You have eyes, but you cannot see. You have ears, but you cannot hear. That's why you're going to a wrong place. I was so happy this Sunday, a young couple came to tell me. He said, we're keeping, we're keep looking for a good church. And finally, we, the Holy Spirit brought us to here. And we feel the Holy Spirit moving. He touched us. And we were so happy. We find the right place. And now we know our life has hope. We have the direction. No longer we will live in confusion, depression. Pray to God. Guide me to a good place. Guide me to a place you want me to go. I don't want to satisfy my ego, my flesh, my ears. I want to satisfy my spirit. I want to satisfy my heart. 
I want to eat the food you gave to me. May God have mercy for us. I remember we went to this church for years. And um, every time I was wondering where, where did my perversion sauce came from? I went to this gay Nesfin's church. But when you, when you spiritual dead, when you don't even know how to pray to God, that's why you get stuck. That's why the enemy can destroy your destiny, destroy your life. I know a lot of people, they, they keep living the same way. They keep going the same place. And uh, they became self-adjuster. They became self-deceiver because they are blinded. If you are self-deceiver, if you are self-adjuster, you have to listen up. Deep down, your heart knows you are on the wrong path. You know you are doing the wrong things. But you try to convince yourself. It doesn't matter. I'm just doing this small, small unrighteous thing. God will understand me. God will forgive me. It doesn't matter if I sleep with this person. Everybody does the same thing in today's world. God will understand my need. It doesn't matter if I steal from people. God knows I need this money. You keep, keep telling yourself. You keep cheating yourself. You know where the voice come from? That's from the devil trying to deceive you, trying to draw you to the naked fire. Wake up. Wake up, run to Jesus. If you don't wake up, suddenly you realize you got three, four different kids from different women. You have chaos, your financial totally chaos, your relationship chaos, your hair stand up, you wonder why I end up like this. God keep giving you opportunities to wake up you. And you are the only reason to cause your life to a chaos, to a lifestyle not blessed, a tragedy. Eventually, you don't even have time to return. You got disease, you got tumor, you got accident. I have a friend, he was keeping going to the wrong way. He said he's, he, he's a Christian, but he, I was so sad. I said, even non-believer will behave better than him. What a shame. He did all the evil things. I tried to wake him up until one day he almost died. He suddenly ended up to the emergency. He was near to death. Well, later, what he told me, 
I'm so thankful to God. He gave me another chance. I repent to him. Even I was near to death, I felt his love. His mercy touched me. And I will not go back anymore. I don't know if everyone has this kind of chance. Don't wait. Don't wait to the last moment. Since you still have a chance, fearing God, fearing God, love Him, seek Him. Because your best protection is fearing God, is loving God. I watch a lot of deliverance videos when the devil talks through the person. The devil said, if a the person live a righteous life. If the person fearing God, live a holy lifestyle. We can see the fire on the top of the head. We cannot even close to that person. The person have protection. But if the person is a lukewarm Christian, where they don't know God, in one minute we, we can completely to have that person, to destroy the person, to destroy the health, the relationship, the financial, every part of this person's life. We can destroy in a minute. People of God, be aware. When you stay away from God, if you are not fearing God, you push yourself in the great dangers. Your protection is not your, your fortune, your money, your land, your food, not your weapon, your guns. Your only protection is Jesus. Your only protection is seeking God, fearing God. That's your only protection. Today we're in the end, end the world. You can see all the signs. We are come to the point Jesus will come back soon. You have to prepare. Prepare for your salvation. Prepare the moment when Jesus comes. If tomorrow is the time Jesus comes, ask yourself a question. Am I prepared? Your heart knows. If you don't have the insurance, if you don't have the confidence, you are not prepared. When you prepared, you are not afraid of death. I have a friend, she came to me. A successful woman, she said, it's not because you are fearing God. I won't do business with you. I won't be friends with you. I won't even eat with you. That's a secret. I don't have trouble. I am, am prosperous. That's my secret. Because I'm fearing God. I only deal with people who fearing God. My friend, uh, her daughter, 11 years old, she wants to make a friend with the other girl. Uh, what the girl said, my mom tell me, do not hang out with the 
person not believing in God, not Christian, since you are not Christian, sorry, I cannot be friendly with you. <laughs> that little girl already know how to protect themselves. When you fear in God, people ask me, what's your requirement for your future husband? I said, only one requirement, fearing God. What about, what about the, the money? I said, the Bible says, blessed is a man that denied is in the law of God. Whatever he does shall prosper. If you have a man, if you have a woman fearing God, you don't need to worry about whatever he does, she does will be prosper. If a person have a beautiful heart, you don't need to worry about he will be ugly look. Fearing God is more important than anything. Fearing God meaning is a reverence for God, meaning of awe, meaning of uh, you surrender to God, you respect your submission. Hebrews 12, 28 through 29 says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptable with respect and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. When you seek God every day, when you fear in God, that's how the fire will come to you. That's how you can protect you. The demon, demonic, they scare of a fire. They recognize you by your fire, seeking God. Knowing that he's a creator. He's a king, he's a father, he's a master. What do you do to, to your master? You say, yes, 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 master. You don't question. You don't ask second time. You just follow your master, the water from master. Fearing God, when you know who he is, when you know he is a serving God, you will know he's a father. You have to respect. You have to fear of. I remember many years ago, my father on earth, he said some words really damaged me, hurt me, made me so angry to a point I stood in front of that harmonious, gentle girl. Immediately she became an angry person. And that night, in my dream, I don't believe it's my dream. I believe it could be in the reality. Because I saw I could fly. So I flew and then I saw I was in front of Heavenly Father. I was before him. You, you cannot describe with your words that intense the night I couldn't open my eyes full of glory, glorious God. You cannot describe. I saw all the angels circles around, 
praise him, sing a song. I, I was like a dead person on the floor. He taught me something, my eardrums. How long I've been live on the earth. Never ever any kind of voice can, can make my eardrum open and close to a point I'm afraid of I will be deaf. Well, every time when he taught the words, my eardrums will be open and closed. And he taught me something. I only repeat with the words, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I repeat more than a thousand times until I lost my voice. That moment I will never ever forget. That's why I pray to God that one day if I see you again, I want you can tell me, I'm proud of you, my faithful servant. He's a sovereign God. He's so glory, glory. When I woke up, all my anger gone. God is so good, merciful God. He knew that if you don't forgive, immediately you will open the door for the devil. Anger, pride. That's the fruit from the enemies. When I woke up, all my anger gone. And I knew God is real God. He's not the God only described in the Bible, in the religions. He's a real God. He's a sovereign God. He's a merciful God. When I grew up, my parents, since they had a lot of kids, they didn't taught me anything. I was rebellious. I was a very bad like evil kid. But during those years, after I know God, he taught me everything, anything. He's the best mentor. There's not, no one can be better than him. He's the best master. You don't need to go, go to any kind of conference. You don't need any other mentor. When you seek God, when you fear in God, he will teach everything you need to know. He will send you the teacher. He will teach you by himself. When you're a child, when you're a child of God, you respect God. Like when you are a kid, you are afraid of your father because you don't want to disappoint him. You are not afraid of your neighbor kid's father. You are afraid of your own father. When your father gives you all the rules, you have to come back before sunset. You cannot skip school. You cannot fight. You cannot steal. You cannot steal my car to drive. You cannot play guns. Did you follow all these rules? I believe you obey all these rules. Because you know your father loves him. All the rules is good for you, benefit for you. But why we cannot follow, obey the rules from our heavenly father? How many of you, how many of you obey Ten Commandments? And how many of you even know the Ten Commandments? 
It's gonna be agony or beautiful truth. You shall have no other God before me. You shall not make idols. Only these two, most of us already failed. You have your spouse, kids, your favorites, your interests, your, your habit, your hobby. You put all them in front of God. You made them become your idol. And God said, you shall not commit adultery. Even when you look someone with nuts for eyes, you already committed adultery. You know, yesterday I hung out with a few friends. I said, I obey God's rule. Until married, you should have sex. You have to leave honey. All those ladies, they will mock me. They, they laugh at me. They say, which kind of world you are living? We're in today's world. You will never find a man. <laughs> today's world, people live on immorality life. They think they are right. When you live God's rule, they laugh at you. They cannot understand you. But when you fear in God, you know God's rule is good for you. God's rule is protect you. And you will not even one moment doubt or shaken. What I learned, what, whatever I learned, cost me a big lesson to learn. After I became Christian, I was still hard to let go of my petty, safe pattern. I would I love to steal from a supermarket, pick up some nuts, some fruit, put it in my pocket, and put the organic bananas price uh, with the normal price. I said, no big deal, God. Only 10 cents, even not uh, under one dollars. What's a big deal? I keep doing all these things. One day when I cross Orlando, there's a big uh, uh, orange field. I was so excited. I picked up all the orange with a heavy bag. I couldn't even carry. I was so excited. Then I stepped in a fire ant's house. Fire ants is different than normally ants. You cannot even handle with one fire ant. But uh, can you imagine that a few hundred fire ants bite you, climb on of your whole body. I feel like somebody threw, in, threw me into the fire lake. Make fire. fire. I repent to God. Forgive me, God. I'm wrong. I repent. Please, please take away this fire, this pain. I feel like I, I was, I was, I passed out almost, almost passed out. I couldn't sleep for a few days. I was stubborn, and I was snow nanner. I knew for no time God keep warning me, you cannot do this. You represent me, you cannot be a safe. Doesn't matter what you steal, you steal more than you steal called safe. That's totally wake up me. But later, that my last time I stole, 
a penny, a uh, a uh, uh, secure pen from a a um, that uh, that guy helped me to sew in my clothes. Uh, so I stole that uh, secure pen because I'm missing one. But the whole night I didn't sleep. I had the early morning run back, apologize to him, sorry. I, I, I should not steal your pen. God rebuked me. But what God told me, you steal one million dollars compared with you steal one penny. It's the same thing. Amen. From that day, I dare not steal anything. That's what I learned. God said, do not steal. God said, do not commit adultery. What I learned from my lesson, a few years ago, I met a guy, and I went back with him. And uh, from today, my spiritual level, I knew that he was an agent sent by the devil. He came have a purpose to destroy my financial, which he did great we, we successfully broke my financial. He took away my fire. Back then, two, three years ago, doesn't matter how late, every night, I will to finish one video, witness God. Doesn't matter how late, how tired I was. But when that guy showed up, all my fire gone. Until today, I couldn't to find back that passion for God, to serve God. That's what I learned. If you don't obey God's rule, a few years ago, I already obey God's rule. Do not commit the adultery. Is that aging have a chance to destroy my financial, to destroy my spiritual, my fire? No way. God told you everything in his command. In the Bible, do not doubt, hundred percent, you have to believe, you have to obey, you have to follow with your deed, with your action. You cannot serve God with your lips. You have to serve him with your action, with your heart, wholeheartedly. When you truly fearing God, doesn't matter whatever other people tell you. You care less. You only care about what God think about you, what God told you. In the Bible, King Saul, he, his life started really good. He became a king when he was 30 years old. He was tall, handsome, with abilities. But his life ended very bad, very sadly. He died. He committed suicide on the battlefield. And all, almost all his sons died on the battle. What's the reason? Because he was full of pride. He was envy. He was, he was not obeying God's rule. But when you look at uh, Joseph, King David, John, all these people, they all fearing God. Doesn't matter what they go through, but they fearing God, and God changed everything. When you fearing God, it doesn't matter 
how your situation look like right now. But guarantee God will turn around your situation. Because when you're fearing God, there's no way your life will not be blessed. Very important how you end your life. Where your soul will go. That's the most important thing. Only through fearing God. King David said in Psalm 139, verse 23, Search me, O God, and renew my heart. When you're fearing God every day, you, like a King David, you pray seven times, God, search my heart. In today's world, if you don't come to God, to renew my heart easily, easily. You were drawn by the devil, by the darkness. Joseph, when his, when Potiphar's wife attended him, he said, how dare I do this such a wicked thing? Sing against my God. He ran away. This kind of attitude reaction you should have. When the temptation comes to you, you run, you think about how God think about me. I need to praise God. I cannot even look one more eyes. I have to run away from the temptation. That's truly fearing God. You crucify your flesh. You crucify your ego. Whatever I do, None of me, only you, only your will. I only care about your will, whatever I do. Let yourself completely die. Wherever you still have your tendency, your interest, you hate, you love, you always guide, need, controlled by your ego, by your flesh. Every moment, pray to God. Occupy me completely. Possess me completely. I want none of me. Whatever in me is belong to the flesh, it's agony. Who will not give me any kind of good result. I want you, you look everything through my eyes. You talk through me. Whenever something happens, you have a tendency to curse, to complain. But you, you go to God. I surrender to you. I do your way. I don't do my way. Try this way. You will make another friend. You will avoid any kind of enemies. And you will experience God's reward. Don't do your way. Do God's way, especially when you get emotional, you are angry. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Ask God, what do you want me to do? I don't want to do my way. And you will see the miracle. You will see 
Your life slowly changes to a new direction. You are not your old self anymore. That's the true meaning, fearing God. I'm no longer behavior my old self. And let God renew my spirit. And let God live through me. Samuel 16, 7 says, For the Lord doesn't say as man says. For man look at the appearance, but the Lord look at heart. King David told his son, he said, If you seek Lord, search, you seek him with all your heart with all your mind. For the Lord, he searched all heart and understanding all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. If you always, if you always live in sin, if you, <coughs> You struggle of sin, the sinful behavior. I have a lot of people tell me, my flesh is weak. I want to change, but I cannot change. There's only one reason. You don't love God. When you love God, you will have the strength. When you love God, you will fear God. Every day you practice to love God. I know, I know Brother Andrew, he came from far away. That's the sign he loved God. Doesn't matter how long he needs to drive. He pays the price. When you love God, you go extra miles. You pay the price. You get up early. You pray one hour, two hours. You let go, you're, you're comfortable. You crucify your laziness. When you love God, you give away your old pattern. You tell God, whatever tastes God, I will do it. When you have that waiting heart, you will see God starts show you the change the spiritual growing. There's no way you will stay the same level. Stay at the same baby Christian level. It's all about love God. Everything is about love God. Whatever you want, if you, like a King David, you, your heart after God. You chase after God. Everything you need, he will give to you. But if your heart after man, if your heart is center, self-center, you will be like a king Saul. End up with a bad result. May we, may we all become a king David. Not Kinsau. Amen.
take away the king's south spirit. Did you realize God is doing a mighty work? He is separate. He is separate his people. He put the tears aside. He put the weight aside. In the Bible, he said, to burn the tears, to put the tears in the fire, but to put the weight in his barn. Who is the weight? If you love God, you have your heart after God, you fearing God, you are weight. If you are self-centered, full of pride, anger, jealousy, envy, unforgiveness, manipulate all this quality, if you have the quality from the devil, you belong to the terrors. You end up to the lake fire. It's a serious. We have to take our salvation seriously. We have to take God's word seriously. We have to take God seriously. Now it's not time to play around. We have no time to play. We have no time to be lazy. It's a time to prepare ourselves to be the weight. Harvest time is so close. He's ready to harvest. We have to wake up. We have to have the emergency sensitive. Be sensitive of God's word. Be sensitive to your heart. Every moment, observe your heart. Which kind of thoughts fills your heart? Heart is everything. God only cares about your heart. He doesn't care about how many Bible verses you can memorize, how beautiful you can share the gospel, how many wonders, miracles you can perform. He only cares about your pure heart, a heart after him, loving him. If you know, if you became Christian for many years, but you still have no idea, you have no idea. You 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 think like I talked to my neighbor. He became Christian 20 years. He never ever experienced the presence of God. He have no idea the true God. He only think. The religious God in the in the Bible, he doesn't even believe God is real. God is real. God is amazing. God. We have to wake up to seek Him. He will reveal to you. He's more real than somebody said before you or beside you. He's more real than yourself. Hallelujah, Jesus, I pray for your mercy. Reveal yourself to us. Put your hunger thirst in our heart. Reveal your secret to us. 
Give us a heart, a pure heart after you. Give us a fearing heart. Day and night, meditate your word. Day and night, think about you. Give us a heart to fall in love with you. Nothing else we will have interest. Everything, everything is about you. Only you. Let you become the center, Jesus. Let you become the only reason why we live in. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We praise you. We love you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank <laughs> you. 